Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about my quilting journey and life in a northern town. Show notes can be found at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. Please leave a comment and we can continue the conversation online. My name is Vicki and I'll be your hostess. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Friday, October 20th. How did you do over the last couple of weeks doing your mindful quilting process? I really enjoyed practicing that every day. Um, I have to say that I focused on it even more this fall because the world has seemed to have been pretty distracting for whatever reason for me over the last couple of weeks. Lots going on at work, lots of new learning things, computer changeover, you know, good, good trainings on all of that, which has been stress relieving, but also gearing us up for a big stressor that'll happen next month with that. But when I get home, I find that either in the evening doing some handwork and sitting under my newly acquired daylight travel lamp has been the most zen thing I could do. It's really been relaxing. Some of it is um, hand stitching. I do have a wool um, advent calendar that I'm working on, but mostly it's been yarn things. Now I've finished the knitting of the Harry Potter Prisoner of Azkaban scarf, but I need to put the fringe on and I haven't had the feels for that yet. And then I want to have a project with yarn in the evening. And this daylight lamp is really awesome because it's cordless. It's a travel lamp. It has no bulbs inside to break because it's an LED. It has a touch on and off button, but it dims and brightens as needed. And I'm telling you up here in Northern Michigan on the 45th parallel, starting at about 5 36 o'clock, it's getting very dark in my house and it is dark early between 6 30 and 7 and it's going to keep getting darker and eventually here we're going to have daylight savings time and in the will end we're going to go back to um, regular time and it will be very dark by 4 35 o'clock and we have what i call the dark days of fall and winter upon us this lamp keeps the color pure and just enough light so i can see properly So thank you, Daylight, for sponsoring this episode. And your lamp that I have is truly a travel piece and is wonderful. They have all sizes of lamps. Check your local quilt shop. We're online. My local quilt shop is Delphine's Quilt Shop, and she has a floor lamp, and it's awesome. I have seen long arm lamps as well as um, flexible gooseneck lamps and all kinds of lamps for whatever you might need in your creative endeavors. So I've been working on a granny square crocheted project of three pinks that I purchased this summer. And if you remember, I made um, little crocheted crowns for the granddaughters, and they loved them, but I have, you know, a lot of yarn left. I thought, no, I'm going to make crochet grannies until the yarn is gone. I will join them together somehow. Maybe it'll be a scarf. Maybe it will be a table topper. Maybe it will be, I don't know. See, that's the beauty of doing these kinds of projects. You can just make squares until you're done. And if I want, I could even make just a crocheted bunting or something ridiculous because it's more of a zen type of approach. And this yarn was inexpensive and it's just great for rhythmic deep breathing and relaxing. Remember, 
when I approach most of my creative endeavors, I have that deep breath in, hold it for a second, slowly release it. And I don't allow my mind to spin and whir and fret and worry. It's cleared, it's focused right on what I'm doing at the moment. That's what's so great about art and crafts. So in the quilting front, I am really kind of at a in-between phase. Grid work was shipped off to our dear friend, Krista Watson, in her Maker's Mark line. And if you remember, I did a five-week blog hop with Holly Ann of String and Story, Kristen Esser of Handmade by Kristen. And it was the most wonderful time. We did each a quilt. We blogged about the journey of the quilt. And it's going to Krista with her to market next week. And... I can't be more excited about it. It's going to be in the booth both to showcase her pattern from her book, Peace and Quilt with Precuts by Krista Watson, but it's also showcasing her absolutely fabulous Maker's Mark fabric line. So that got shipped off and it was one of those things where when the last stitch got put on the binding, I had no daylight. I took a couple pictures for the blog post. They're good. They're okay. But I wanted to get some quote glamour shots is what I call them outside. And I had no good time or weather. But then after the final blog post, we had the most glorious weather here. I took it to the park. I held it outside the brick wall at my work. I took it all over. I walked on my lunch hour to get all of these shots in. And you know what? I took a billion pictures and I have a couple that are good. There's one or two that are on Instagram. And if you got my newsletter, the other picture is in that I thought was okay. But the best ones I'm saving for in the future, because I do believe there'll be other opportunities for me to share about grid work on my blog. So I'm hoping that the quilt is received well and in good condition by Krista and that as it makes its journey to help her in launching both her book and her line that it shows well. You know, I I really did work super hard on it and I'm pretty excited, proud and relieved all at the same time about the finish of that quilt. But you know, when you finish one quilt and you go to what am I going to do next? Sometimes I get a little bit of uh, depleted maybe. Um, creativity is sparking because I have had a energizing experience yesterday. But you know, prior to that, I'm kind of like, okay, I have a collection of blocks um, for my Pat Sloan's Children's Library that I purchased some coordinating uh, background fabric. No, it's actually the same fabric in the line at my local quilt shop had it. It was um, amazing that they did. So I got a yard and a half and now I got to figure out how I want to assemble that particular project. And then I also have a mini grid work with my variation is what it is. And I have a test block of every every quilt block in the book of Krista's piece and quilt and that's in the drawer so those are going to be UFOs at the time for this time being because I got looking at a couple of I really need to do some long arming for myself I have two charity quilts and a gift that need to get done and so the first thing on the frame is a small shop sample for Delphine's and it's a Bargello quilt. And so I've been thinking hard about how to do this. She wants to emphasize the curve in the color changes of the Bargello. And it's got a dark 
ombre background with a light white background with uh, modern squares on it. It's really cute. And I'll reveal that on the blog after it's done. She doesn't want it densely quilted because she wants the pattern to be featured. So I had an idea. And the thing is that I have kind of fallen in this thought of it is a linear pieced quilt. It is long strips. And that's how Bargellos are made. Long strips, they're offset and then the wave is seen in this particular Bargello and it looks like a sine wave almost. And she wanted that emphasized, but I thought, you know, she has a couple of other shop samples in different colorways of this quilt. And those quilts are beautifully quilted. They're densely quilted, which is not exactly what she wanted, but they're all curvy and curly and long armors love curly Q free motion, heavily quilted Yahoo type of quilting, woohoo, quilting on these things. I'm going to take a different approach. It's got a three strip border and it's very linear and square. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do Greek keys in the darker strips and I'm going to do ribbon candy in the lighter strip. But what am I going to do in the background to emphasize the curve? I'm going to do like a fractured puzzle, fractured glass, actually fractured glass background. It's just going to be random straight lines joined together like a piece of broken glass. It's going to go from very loose and big down to very tight in the small area near the sine wave and as soon as the color um, graduation goes to a different color it's going to get tighter and tighter and tighter and then I'm going to do straight line quilting in the Bargello lines and do a few um, little fill in between the lines with maybe curly cues circles and other uh, free motion cable type of things you know keep it simple and light in that area but have a little interest for me as a quilter and I'm going to practice ruler work on it as well as trying to do texture that emphasizes the quilt. We'll see how it turns out. You know what? Nothing lost. It's a shop sample. It's going to be fabulous to show in the shop and I'm going to hopefully deliver what she's looking for. We'll see. Wish me luck on it because it is a concept I've been thinking about really hard now for about a week. It's going on the frame this weekend. We'll see how it goes. The other thing is I have a tartan um, gift quilt. It's tartan fabric alternating with a hunter's green solid. So what I got to do is figure out this border. I've been pondering it for a month and I need to get it done because I need to thank this person for all the help he has given. And I decided that the border, um, I don't have enough of that green to float uh, the quilt in a border. But I thought I have a great dark colored grunge, a gray, charcoal gray. And I wanted to break it up a little bit because I don't know that there's enough of this grunge to do anything super special. But I thought I wanted to randomly place flying geese and little strips of tartan. Not like piano keys. I want it to be like almost a Fibonacci line, Fibonacci curve. It's a math term. I've heard it on Big Bang Theory, so I don't really know what it means. I took physics 100 years ago and I took physics light. But where something goes from big to small, kind of like the concept in that Bargello quilt where the the um, flying geese are big and space kind of far apart for a period or a segment of the border and it's going to go to smaller and smaller strips of tartan to just one tiny little sliver. And that's just going to float in the 
sashing around. It's going to tack it down so that the squares of tartan, which are real wool tartan from leftover kilts, and it's going to a man who grew up in Scotland who is a big help to me and my husband. And um, I think it'll mean a lot to him because it sure meant a lot to us, the good um, gesture of goodwill and helpfulness as a neighbor. So I'm excited about that. I want to get it done so I can give it to him. And I hope that he likes it as much as I do. <laughs> so anyway, that is the one gift quote. I have two quote for cure quills that are going out. I want to give a big shout out and thank you to Judy, who is one of my local quilt acquaintances. We're becoming quilting friends. I've done a couple of Quilt of Valors as she is the head of our local chapter of the Quilt of Valor group. And um, I've also done a couple of other things for her is charity quilts. She made a quilts for cure more than four quilt along. So I have that one in mind to do. And I believe I have some leads on a local child uh, or even a Michigan child but if you know someone who has a child who has pediatric cancer and they need a quilt please let me know in the comments or you can go to quilt for cure and let Holly Ann know also but I have a couple of names and uh, one is going to um, one mine has a destination and I have a name for a couple of people that I want to contact for Judy's, but I need more names so that we can get the quilts that are made by quilters directly to a child in need who has cancer and they're fighting the fight. So anyway, that is um, where I'm at. Kind of lots of long arming to do, um, gearing up for the holidays. So I've got things like that to do. But as far as my own creative design work, um, that kind of stuff is going to probably be on hold till after um, the holidays. I'm working on mini quilts. So I have a couple of ideas that I want to do for a small quilt. And yesterday I was extremely inspired. I went to a day-long quilt retreat, about seven hours. Um, it was the best time uh, in Hillman, Atlanta, Michigan. Yes, there is an Atlanta, Michigan. Very wonderful community. Smaller towns um, from even where I live, but they have a vibrant 30-year-old quilt guild. They celebrated yesterday, and by chance, I picked up the um, Country Register, which is a regional newspaper that the quilt shop had, and lo and behold, it said they're having a celebration with Mary Fonz, and my jaw hit the floor. The price was unbelievable. It was very inexpensive. I just needed to arrange a day off of work. My mother came up from the, her three-hour trip from her house to my house, and yes, in fact, we had two lectures from Mary Fonz. They had the great, great layout. It was gift baskets, door prizes. Delphine was there from my local quilt shop, vending with other vendors, and People were there and a wall of mini quilts was there that just inspired me so. Made from yo-yos, um, circles that were felt, um, pieced, everything. And I thought, I love the look of these mini quilts. I'm going to make several of them. I have one or two small ones already made and I'm going to put them on one of my walls. And it's just going to be nothing but mini quilts. I just love that look. I've seen a couple of other quilters do it online or Instagram and I love it. So that's my thing. Mary had some quilts that I've seen in Quilty and in some of her books, but I'm extremely ex 
inspired by a off-center log cabin that was there on display, and I believe that was made by one of the Quilt Guild members. But Mary Fonz herself has made several quilts that I've been inspired to make, and I did remember last year the Emeralds quilt for my birthday, and that is one that Mary designed and made. I didn't quite get the whole um, count of 50 different greens in that quilt, and Mary in the lecture said yesterday she had 60 different colored greens in her quilt. And um, I just love it. It reminds me of a wonderful time in my life when I actually met Mary Fonz. And you can listen to that podcast or even go on YouTube and look up uh, This Is My Quilt with Vicki Holloway. I was on two different episodes and uh, Mary is just wonderful. She met me and I said, hi, Mary. And her eyes looked curious, like, I know you. When I shook her hand and I said, Vicki Holloway. And she goes, Vicki Holloway, I know you. What are you doing up here? And then we had a little chat. She's the most gracious person. We had selfies. She autographed my book that is um, Make Plus Love Quilts, the scrap quilts for the 21st century. Enjoy the book. And in that book, as well as in her trunk show, she showed a quilt that was nothing but half square triangles. Now, I've been thinking about doing a half square triangle quilt. In fact, I think I'm going to do two. One is going to be inspired by the traditional scrappy look that Mary has with a bright color and then a dark background that is the same dark background in every half square triangle. And the entire quilt is going to be small half square triangles. Then the other half square triangle um, quilt that I want to make, and it's going to be a mini quilt, is going to be nothing but half square triangles of bright, and it's going to be inspired more by the pattern going around the internet, a more modern look to the same thing called postcards from Sweden. And that is on my list of things to make, as well as remember my New York beauty, which I'm going to make a mini quilt of after Christmas when I have a brain. And um, my local quilt group, um, we're not a guild, it's a circle of friends. They're going to do a challenge for a fiber fiber exhibit at the arts council in the spring now they're doing self-portraits and i'm uh, just not an applique not a free motion uh, or a, a raw edge applique person and i certainly don't want to do a self-portrait i don't know why it just it's not my thing however i do want to work on something for that particular display in a mini quilt and i might do the new york beauty with that but i might do something else that's a little more modern and a little more artsy inspired and um i saw a great backdrop at church believe it or not and i think i'm going to make a mini quilt with that idea i will reveal that as time goes by i may want to do that as a large larger quilt for proportion, um, but I might do a tester of it small in a mini quilt just to work out some potential problems. Gwen Marston did that and she called it sketches and I think that's what I might do. So that's where I'm at with quilting and I want to say that Mary Fonz also besides the quilts that she inspired me by were her words, her words of encouragement, her words of you know um, doing more than what you think you know is part of quilting and it's certainly been part of my journey and 
I learned so much. And the thing I had to chuckle about, she says, you know, we make a quilt, we're a beginning quilter, and then we're intermediates for the rest of our lives. And that's where I'm at. I learned how to bind quilts really more properly in the last year. I'm still working on joining the ends, but I have found a couple of ways to do it that are not exactly the straight on joining them by seams because I have trouble with that. Um, but it's working. Things are working in that. And I feel like, I, you know, it's like anything else. The more you practice, the more you do, the better you get. I also was very encouraged by the fact that people seem to be more open now more than ever that it's okay to have a different genre of quilts that a quilt you're currently making is sitting in. It doesn't have to be, oh, I am a modern quilter and I'm going to always do modern quilts. That's not me. You know, I'm more of a fusion quilter. I've always called myself that fusion of styles. And I don't always pick quilts in one genre, just like I don't like music in one genre. When I played music, I never played in one genre. I always dipped my toe in the pool of each type of genre. I would find areas that I'm more comfortable. Like I like making contemporary quilts. They're traditionally based block ideas that are brighter colors, modern palette. I like to play around in the modern category. Maybe someday I'll do an art quilt, but there are times like my Pat Sloan, it is straight up a traditional quilt, straight up traditional color, traditional blocks. And I love it. In fact, I don't think I can give it away. I like it so much. I'm probably going to keep it and just love making it and keeping it. You know, that's me. I can't give them away. So she talked about a lot of things and I won't, you know, get into all the things she talked about because you got to hear her in person. She's the most fantastic storyteller and a great presenter. The second lecture, the first one was 10 things I know for sure. And then the second lecture was her quilt history lesson. And wonderful, wonderful. And the book that she's selling is almost out of print. However, um, I know that there are places that you may be able to find the book. Totally enjoyed it. If you want to see a little video of the day with actually pictures of me and my mom and Mary and a little video, you can see it on YouTube. And I think I posted a couple on Instagram also. Where am I going from here? I don't know. I really, 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 did I say really want to get my magazine quilt from Quilty 2013 all ties back to Quilty, doesn't it? Quilty and Mary Fonz is Oceanfront, a quilt that I um, had printed in that particular magazine was published. It, I want to get that pattern written and polished up and posted to my website. That's my goals. I said it out loud. Everybody, it's um, <laughs> cats out of the bag, I guess. But I do. I want to get it posted. So I got to get my website upgraded. I need to get a little technical help from a IT consultant that I'm going to hire and post several patterns for sale. That's where I'm going. And I'm finding it hard to sometimes translate what I did into the written word. I've got the pictures, I've got the dimensions, I've got the bare bones of all of the patterns I'm going to put on the pattern shop. That'll be digital downloads with PayPal. That's where I'm at for now. But trying to translate it all into words, that's always fun, isn't it? 
I'm better at talking. I'm better at um, showing you in the pictures and maybe little videos and getting patterns out are hard, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to see how um, I enjoy that process or if I don't. And I'm hoping that at some point I'm going to do some classes in January at the local quilt shop. And I'm hoping people will sign up for especially the beginners class. And then eventually have patterns to sell either via um, teaching or through the shop. So that's um, where I'm going from here. So to keep it all calm and together, I'm going to do hand stitching under my daylight lamp and I'm going to do some sewing. And it's really what you do every day. A little um, pearl of wisdom that I picked up from reading. It's what you do every day that counts. And I'm going to apply that to other areas of my life, such as health. I need to do that, what I do every day. And as we wrap this podcast up, I want to say that um, I did start a patron section on my website. Why? Why am I taking on Daylight as a sponsor? Why am I taking on other sponsors? And why am I asking for patrons? Well, it does have a little bit of a, you know, little, there is a financial cost to producing a podcast and maintaining a website as well as um, equipment that I need to continue the podcast. And so if everyone who listened even donated $1, a one-time gift of a dollar or a once a month gift of a dollar, it would help defray the cost of the production of the podcast. And I would be able to continue to improve upon production and maintaining the equipment and websites that I need to maintain. So I'm asking um, anyone who is enjoying this, if you would consider please um, donating even a gift as small as $1 because it will all add up into being able to help me along in continuing the podcast and improving upon the production. I want to thank everyone for listening and for being so encouraging and I want to step away from today knowing that you will learn and have little pearls of wisdom that maybe, you know, as I pick them up, that maybe you'll walk away with one and be able to apply it to your quilting life and maybe even the mindfulness into your everyday life. And then we can talk about that more. I'll leave a comment on my um, website or even, um, Send me a private message if you want about how things are going. If you do have a name of a child who um, has cancer, who needs a quilt for cure quilt, please um, private message me with that also via Instagram. Um, It's probably the easiest way. Or you can leave a comment on my website or blog. Everyone, I really want you to have the most glorious weekend. It's fabulous. We're at peak color season for the trees. We have a riot of oranges and golds speckling of red. I have not remembered the beauty of fall weather like this for many years. We've had a couple of frosts and glorious weather and I know it's all going to come to an end before long and then winter will be upon us in these dark, dark short days. But uh, we are so enjoying it and I will include a few pictures on the website show notes as well as links to um, Mary Fonz and uh, the video and all of that business that we talked about earlier. So thank you and I want you to enjoy whatever you've been blessed with over this next period until the next time. Quilt on everyone.